Ew, gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, where your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development, where we share original research, explore industry trends, and interview executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We hope you join us often for practitioner-oriented content around all things related to leadership, HR, talent management, organizational development, and change management. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Sheila Marmon about excellence in company culture and employee satisfaction. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page. And please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Sheila Marmon, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate the time and being here with you today. It is a pleasure to be with you. Where are you joining us from today? Los Angeles, California. Sunny Los Angeles. Hopefully the weather's beautiful. It's nice and cold and still quite dark here south of Salt Lake City in Utah. We're meeting uh, first thing in the morning following the Thanksgiving break. So we're all dusting off the cobwebs from our minds and, and getting back into the swing of real life, as my wife put it this morning, as we're shuttling all the kids off to school for the first time in a week and and trying to get back into the swing of things. Again, a pleasure to be with you, Sheila. Today, we're going to be talking about excellence and company culture and employee satisfaction and how that connects with employee engagement, productivity, innovation, and those sorts of things. As we get started, I wanted to share Sheila's bio with everybody. Sheila Marmon has a passion for the launch and operation of new businesses in the digital media industry and has created innovative platforms for over 20 years. As founder and CEO of Mirror Digital, an interactive media and an advertising company, she helps Fortune 500 brands tap into the fastest growing U.S. consumer base, the multicultural market. She has executed over 700 digital campaigns in this space for clients that include AT&T, Clinique, Disney, Ford, General Motors, Intel, IPT Group, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I could go on and on and on. Uh, and she just continues to do so many great things. Her success, the keys to her success really is the, the union of brand operating experience, world-class strategy and man- management fundamentals, digital transformation experience, and deep passion for multicultural and trend-setting growth audiences. Again, a pleasure to be with you. Anything else you would like to share with me or my audience by way of your background or personal context before we dive on in? No, you did a good job. I see my assistant sent over the long bio. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> Everyone got a lot of information there. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. You've worked with some really great people uh, in 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 your company. But what we really want to talk about today is this recent award and acknowledgement that your company received around excellence in company culture and employee satisfaction. So if you could tell us a little bit more about that, uh, and then we can really dig into what you're doing at your company, kind of a mini case study of what you're doing uh, that garnered that kind of recognition. And more importantly, just so you're tapping into the collective genius and the potential of your people. Thank you so much for that, John. Well, um, the collective genius of my people is absolutely right. We were fortunate to win um, an Inc. Best Places to Work acknowledgement. So that was really exciting for our company to be acknowledged as a best place to work nationwide. Um, and then we subsequently won the fourth best place to work in Los Angeles for small businesses. So um, continuing on that success and um, having people recognize the culture and the work environment that we're creating has really been uh, really, really, really amazing and really exciting for our team. And it's always wonderful to be acknowledged for the good work that you do. Uh, so that in and of itself is tremendous. But let's really dig into you know, the why behind this. I mean, obviously, there are lots of things that you're putting in place, the policies, practices, procedures, the culture, uh, the interactions that you're focusing on, that you're making a priority that allow you to receive this kind of recognition. But again, more importantly, to really tap into the potential of your people. So yeah. what what would you highlight as some of those core tenants of your business that have really helped uh, as you've, you know, tried to go along this path? Absolutely. So um, I founded Mirror Digital in the kind of L.A. startup culture. So really that kind of gritty, um, you know, kind of work, work all night, um, you know, kind of limited resources kind of environment and part of a community that kind of live that ethos. Um, and in that sort of environment, you don't have a lot of resources to help you. Um, kind of navigate a, as a young company. And one of the most important things that I heard uh, a very seasoned startup founder say is you can't do very much by yourself. And that really struck me because even though Mirror Digital was my idea and I put together the initial business plan and was um, out in the market talking to the initial clients, you can only get so far by yourself. And that sentiment has permeated our culture from the beginning. And that means a couple of things. Um, first of all, um, everyone has to bring their talents to the table every single day. And to, um, to access those talents and to get people to really deliver those talents, you have to really see them and, and recognize and recognize them and create a place where they feel safe that they can share their ideas and um, uh, bring new uh, sorts of information and um, different ways of doing things and really being open. And what that's meant at Mirror Digital is that we are a very democratic culture uh, and that has its pluses and its minuses. So we are, have an environment where everyone gets a vote and everyone um, is welcome to express their ideas and opinions. But sometimes that can lead to slower decision making uh, because we want to make sure um, we've heard everyone. So that's really been the key to our success is like 
making sure that even the most junior team members know that the door is open, that my door is open, that they do have a voice and they can bring their new ideas and innovations to the table and that every everybody's uh, vote matters. Yeah. And it's, it's a different kind of an approach. Um, but I do feel like the pendulum has swung away from kind of the top-down authoritarian uh, command control kind of model of leadership to this more collaborative, inclusive, um, democratic style of leadership, as you're describing. And in the U.S., we tend to still be kind of further over this direction towards those old models. But you go to other parts of the world, uh, for example, Norwegian countries, the Netherlands, they're very well known for companies, Spotify or Ikea. Like these, these companies are very well known for this kind of democratic style of generating collective buy-in. It takes longer up front, but then usually once you get that collective buy-in, then you can run really fast and everyone's on board uh, instead of having competing interests and in, in managing all of that. So it's a different style. It's a different approach, but it can be very, very successful. Uh, and that's really fascinating to hear that that's your approach uh, right there in Southern California. Absolutely. And one thing I'll add to that, um, you know, being a founder in the innovation space and, you know, where typically founders don't look like me, um, I'm acutely aware when I'm not hearing certain voices and um, very proactive about making sure that everyone feels like they have a stake in what we're doing and that they, um, that their voice is important. And so I think that's something that is easy to lose sight of when you think that, oh, my way is the only way or the best way or the way everyone does it coming kind of from outside of the traditional canon of what a tech founder look like looks like. Um, I've been very welcoming of having everyone um, have a seat at the table. Well, and I think that kind of an inclusive approach and a focus on a culture of belonging really is is very important. It's one of the benefits of of your style of leadership. Uh, and now, uh, clearly, you know, being a woman of color, um, as you mentioned, you might look physically look different than the typical kind of tech bro white guy kind of demographic that is probably more common. Um, but I, I suspect you also will attract uh, certain employees who want to work in your organization, uh, you know, because of the inclusive, fo- the inclusivity focus and because uh, you're a, a founder who's a woman of color, et cetera. And so hopefully you found that that uh, has yielded some benefits in addition to, you know, of course, there's going to be the, the challenges that you faced along the way as well. Um, could you speak to that a little bit more and how you've tried to foster that kind of an inclusive environment uh, amidst kind of the predominant broader landscape in, in the in the tech labor market you know absolutely so um our company you know mission both kind of internally and externally is really to amplify diverse voices so we um as a business support diverse creators uh in the digital space so whether it's um you know uh web 1.0 kind of digital publishers or social influencers or podcasters or whatever that is but we are explicitly focused on amplifying and supporting those diverse voices and that mission is not only external we bring it internal as well where we really do foster 
a sense of belonging, as you said. You know, you hear a lot of people talk about, oh, bring your full self to work and we welcome that. But, but you know, you have to check yourself and see, do you, do you really? And, uh, you know, what are, what cues are you um, emitting to let people know that it is okay to bring their full self to work? Um, you know, I'm very, very proud that uh, our company represents the audiences that we serve with respect and love. So um, we have very diverse, young, uh, vibrant staff and diverse across all sorts of categories. So um, we have uh, BIPOC representation. We have um, diversity in terms of gender expression um, from the LGBTQIA plus community. And since we've gone fully remote <laughs> uh, since the pandemic, we have folks all over the country. So we are getting that, you know, kind of secret sauce from everybody, um, given their lived experience, as well as what they've learned as being marketing practitioners and media practitioners. And we put all of that into our recipe, which I think has led to some of the success that you've seen with people recognizing that as a community and as a culture and as a company that we are getting the best out of our employees because we welcome, we really do welcome all of them to work every single day. And and that really is super important. Now I, you know, I'm a straight cisgender white dude. Um, so I have all the different layers of privilege. And so when I talk about bringing my whole authentic self to work, um, you know, it's probably easier for me to, to do that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here wearing my, uh, elf Christmas t-shirt and I'm wearing Crocs and, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I totally understand that that's a bit of privilege and maybe other people don't feel like they would be able to be as casual uh, as how I'm dressed at the moment. Um, and, and so one of the things I need to do as someone from a position of privilege whether I ask for the privilege or not, and and I know sometimes people get nervous about throwing about around those terms, um, whether I ask for it or not, the reality is I experience it. And so I need to utilize my voice to extend um, those opportunities for other people. So so that if, if someone does want to come to work and they want to wear a suit and tie, fantastic, if that's their preference. But if they want to be more casual, uh, I need to make sure that they understand that that's okay. And they're not going to be looked down on for that, that they're not going to um, have to deal with some sort of, you know, implicit bias or, or assumptions made about them because of that. Uh, and, and I need to utilize some of my privilege, I think, to be able to extend that, that umbrella out to other people um, to the best I can. And so that's certainly something I want to try to do as an ally in the space um, and so that everyone truly can. And, and that's just a silly example of like what, how you're dressing and, and, uh, the style that you wear to the workplace, but it could be a thousand things and every workplace has its norms and it has its espoused values, but more importantly than the espoused values, it's the live daily experience of people. And if, if there are these really lofty espoused values, but when people show up, they're judged, um, you know, they, they don't feel safe. They feel like they have to have their their garters on all the time, then you know you're not going to get the same benefits as you would otherwise. Now, of course, we're never going to fully live up to all of our spouse values. They're aspirational for a reason. We're working towards them, um, but you know we we have to try to align uh, things as best as we can and try to walk the walk more than just talking the talk. Yeah, and I think we reverse engineer that a little bit where we are very clear about our values of inclusivity of having, um, you know, 
giving everyone a voice and a seat at the table, um, work hard, play hard. So if you're going to come to Mirror Digital, um, you kind of sign up for that. And what I think that allows um, us to do is no one has to co-sign on anyone else, what, what they're wearing or, or, or any other element, you know, because uh, every day we're telling our employees that you're enough just how you are, no matter what you're wearing or what you're bringing to the table or what you're saying. Um, we've been really clear about what we value up front and if you are into that and you're down with that and you want to be part of the community, then we let you know that the, the, the small things on the fringes, you know, are less important. Just, you know, you know, the direction, you know, our North star and um, trusting that what you are going to put forth as an employee, how you're going to behave, what you're going to, um, promote how you're going to drive our work forward is going to be in alignment in all of those things. And I think that is part of also what helps unlock that talent because people feel um, empowered and they feel like they uh, can uh, can drive the business forward the way that they choose to. And when we create that kind of an inclusive environment where everyone feels like their voice is sought after and heard, uh, that they have a chance to express themselves and, and do what they do best every day, where there's that inclusive uh, environment and culture of belonging, it leads to a lot of really positive outcomes. So this award that you received in terms of company culture, it leads to employee satisfaction. It leads to employee engagement. It leads to greater collaboration and innovation and creativity amongst your team. Uh, maybe we can spend the last few minutes together talking a little bit about how you've leveraged this really healthy culture into those sorts of bottom line business outcomes for your organization. Yeah, absolutely. So again, I'll go back to saying, you know, we have a democracy and that has its pros and its cons. So lots of great ideas at the table, but sometimes it's messy. And so, you know, thinking through what are the structures and the processes that are going to help our team be successful, um, making sure that there's clear delineation of roles and responsibilities, because if everyone has a voice, okay, well, who gets to decide, who gets to decide at the end of the day? So those are the things, some of the things that we continue to work on to create the proper boundaries, to create the proper channels of communication, um, because, we, again, want everyone to feel like they can participate in every aspect of the business, but there are certain departmental and functional responsibilities that we've got to make sure we are signing off on and getting done every single day. So really that tension is always there and figuring out how to manage that so that people know, well, these are the five things I've got to get done every day and the buck stops with me versus having everyone around the table at a brainstorm to talk about, well, you know, What's the vision for Mirror Digital over the next five years? It's going from that 50,000 foot down to that, you know, five foot level and back and forth and, and having the way to, you know, to navigate that. Yeah, that's excellent. And as we've mentioned, there, there's just so many really positive things that come from that kind of a psychologically safe, healthy, emotionally and physically healthy kind of workplace environment where people can just bring their whole authentic best selves to work 
bring their passions with them, tap into those passions, grow into their potential and just do really cool stuff. And that's what we all want, right? We all want people to just be excited, you know, so that that Monday after Thanksgiving break, where everyone's still having a little bit of a turkey hangover, right? And they've, they've really enjoyed having time away from real life for a little while. When people wake up on that Monday morning after Thanksgiving break, they actually... You know, they might drag their feet a little bit because that's normal human behavior, but they're they're actually going to be excited to get back to work and they're going to be excited to see their team and they're going to be excited to see their colleagues and to work with them and get back to the cool projects that they're working on. Like they're going to get re-energized. And I I certainly experienced that. You know, I, I won't lie. There, there was a part of me that wanted to extend Thanksgiving break another week. Um, <laughs> that would have been lovely. But on the other hand, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to jump back in. And I'm, I'm really thankful that I have a job, that I work with people where I feel that excitement, where it's something that I uh, truly can look forward to. Not everyone has that. And so if we can create that environment in our workplace, man, it's, it's going to make all the difference, especially in a tight labor market when we're trying to attract and retain great people, uh, and, and get a leg up in the human capital side of the business. Yeah, absolutely. And there are a couple of tactical things that I'll, um, add to that. So, you know, I, one thing that <clears throat> I like you talk about coming back from vacation and everyone kind of getting back to the projects that are exciting. We definitely try and keep it exciting. And we're working with amazing brands and we're doing cutting edge, innovative media uh, programs. So all of that is really great. But I always keep in mind that Mirror Digital is my dream. You know, I wanted to build this company. This is what I love and what I wanted to grow and foster. And this is not necessarily the dream of all of my employees. So I asked them, I'm like, what is your dream? What is your side hustle? What do you do in your spare time? And we celebrate those things. So we have um, someone on our team who is a chef and she has a, a company that is, you know, does baked goods. We have someone on our team who's a documentary filmmaker. We have someone on our team who um, produces concerts. We have someone on our team who, um, uh, is a, a photographer. So we have all of these people that have these amazing passions that they have outside of work. And we welcome those. Like, we want to hear about it. We, you know, we watched the documentary film that our colleague made. We watched it together and we celebrate those things. And I think when people feel like they can show that part of who they are and that this is a key element of um, how they define themselves and that it's welcome in the workplace, I think that's also huge. So that's one tactical thing I wanted to share. The other tactical thing I want to share that I think is also so important is gratitude. And we build in ways to um, show gratitude among our team members every single day. So we have our Monday, our weekly staff meeting. I'm actually going to it right after this conversation. And it's during that staff meeting, everyone says, who was their team crush from the last week? And you acknowledge a team member who has helped you in some big or some small way. And every week, everyone has a crush. And it's a way of us remembering that we can't do very much alone, going back to where I started, and also giving shine to the gifts that other people on the team you know, bring to the table every single day. 
I love it. I love it, Sheila. This has just been a fascinating conversation. I know we've just scratched the surface about all the cool things happening in your organization, but we're going to pause there. We're going to have to end the conversation there for today. I'd love to have you back anytime and we can continue. Um, Before we wrap things up for today, I just wanted to give you a chance to share with the audience how they can connect with you and find out more about your work, your team, and then give us a final word on the topic for today. Absolutely. So the best place to see more about what we do is um, the Mirror Digital Socials. And so we're Mirror Digital on Instagram. We're Mirror Digital Inc. on Facebook. We're Mirror Digital on LinkedIn. And you can also find me on LinkedIn at Sheila Marmon. And again, we're all about building the future uh, in terms of our workforce and making sure that young people who represent us all can contribute Um, and help us continue to build a successful, not only company, but economy and world. So thank you so much for having me, John. I really appreciate the time. Thank you. Again, I encourage my audience to reach out, get connected, find out more about what Sheila and her team can do for you. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. you enjoy the human capital innovations podcast enjoy ad-free listening by going to the patreon page and please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level and please leave a review thank you for your support thanks again for joining us for this episode of the human capital innovations podcast I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.